Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Cordishi and Coy. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI. Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishi and Coy on WEEI. 401-777-1037 is our phone number. Let's go right back to the phone calls. Dave is in Stonington, wants to talk some college basketball. Good morning, Dave. You're next on Cordishi and Coy on WEEI. Thanks for taking my call, guys. I really have a lot of college basketball to go over. Uh, First off, uh, Scott, I tuned into your game last night. And you've got to be the first play-by-play announcer that I've seen in a long time wearing a plaid sport coat. It was great. Oh, you like that? Well, it was, it was great. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, what do they call it, window pane? I don't know what they sure. call it now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It brought back the Jim Beheim memories from the, uh, you know, the early 80s with him throwing his coat on the bench, you That's know. Nice. Um, that, that brought a lot of memories, the, uh, the wardrobe that Beheim used to wear. Um, I, I want to talk about the – uh, all the games that I saw last night, and I did see your game too. Brown is um, in every game, every single game in it, yeah. that they played this year. They're in right up till the end, and then they make a, a silly mistake towards the end. They'll turn it around, I'm sure. Um, he's a good coach. I like Martin. Um, I, I was tuning into um, UConn and Kansas last night, yep, and. Um, the Huskies showed me a lot of heart, even though they lost, uh, playing at uh, Fog Allen yeah. and only losing by a couple points. Uh, game at the end could have gone either way. Um, there was a, a call in which the uh, the kid went towards the uh, the basket and he dribbled the ball off his leg, and you know that would have cut it to one. Um, best game of the night, UC San Diego and San Diego State. It was like a friendly version a PCURI at the dunk, nice. or should I say the Amica Center. Um, <laughs> they came right down to the end, and uh, UC San Diego, for a uh, Division One program that's just getting going, they hung with San Diego State right up till the end, only lost by one. Um, uh, most uh, uh, game with a, a question mark that I was watching last night, <laughs> GW played at South Carolina. They changed the nickname of George Washington. From the Colonials to the Revolutionaries. Yeah, yeah. Did they really? Yes, they did, yeah. I, I didn't know, know that. So they were in the Bahamas yeah, they with have us, and I noticed that, too. students that go to George Washington, and 500 complain that, they, that it was unconstitutional yep. to have Colonials as their nickname. So they changed it to Revolutionaries. Now, how ironic is this? They played South Carolina down in Columbia last night, and the name of the arena that they're playing in, Colonial Life Arena. <laughs> That's good. Huh. 
Interesting. I didn't know that they changed I'll the mascot. Yeah, I, I learned that. that. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Dave. Appreciate it, Dave. Uh, yeah, I learned that before we go into the Bahamas. I was huh. doing my prep work for all the teams that were down there, and I'm like, wait a minute. They changed from the Colonials to the Revolutionaries? What? When did that happen? That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Political correctness, baby. Change those uh, nicknames. Man, I know. There's <laughs> something that's going to offend somebody no matter where you turn. I know. Yep. So. Yep. They're, they're improved, by the way. They'll be better in the A-10 this year, George Washington. Yeah. yeah A-10 be will be interesting. Yeah. And so will URI. So. Which is why tonight's game is fascinating to me. I just think it's a good lit- litmus test. Yeah. Where are you at? How can you handle a Big East opponent like PC that's been trending in the right direction? Yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated. It's going to be a great atmosphere. 401-777-1037. The phone number, Steve's in Fall River, wants to talk, I assume, about the Patriots. Good morning, Steve. You're next on Kordeshi and Coyne and WEEI. Good morning. I do want to make one comment about the Philadelphia 76ers, Boston Celtics of the early 80s. And, Scott, you're going to agree with me, I'm certain. If someone told me last year's first-round playoff, Celtics game was on, but on another channel, I could watch the 81 series over again with Philadelphia. I'd be tuning into that in five seconds. It wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be an issue. And I bet if contemporary Celtics fans looked over for five minutes, they'd leave the other one and the, and the, and the ratings would be a complete route for the 81 series. I firmly believe that. Here's where I agree with you. First of all, I love one quarter. I love the NBA game back then so much more than I like it today. But if you're, if my choice is watching a live event or watching something that was, you know, pre-recorded and already took place, and I knew the outcome, I'm still watching. The you live in the moment, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I, your point is well taken. Give me those Celtic Sixers teams all day over the current. Celtics Every trip down the court was Every a day. war. It oh, was a yeah. half court. You remember war. what Bird said when they won the championship? Mo, Ch- Mo Cheeks dropping down on Robert Parrish, tr- tr- double team. It was, it was a war. Every time remember, down the floor. Remember when Malone was with the Rockets, right? And they won the NBA championship. And at the victory yep. parade, Moses Malone does eat bleep. Oh boy! He said at the victory parade, <laughs> yes. right on Kennedy Plaza in Boston, was awesome. Wow. Scott, you brought up uh, the wide receivers helping quarterbacks in this era. I heard it said another way. The wide receiver is the new running back. And now I heard you talk about this a great point. late-round pick in Washington, the quarterback in Washington. Oh, he's only a number two pack 10, whatever, whatever. I think back to the San Diego Chargers. They took LaDainia Thompson in the top three, and they grabbed Drew Brees at the bottom of the first round. And I say to myself, that's the formula this year. You tell me in the last, since 2000, who's worked out at one through three? Not your two top guys that we can talk about. Mahomes wasn't a top three pick. No, nope. You can find uh, quarterbacks. Josh Allen places, wasn't yeah. a top three pick. Mm-hmm. You, you, all your, uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky was a top three pick. And, I, and, you know, Chicago's had him. I'm going to tell you one other thing, just without me doing any research. Once an organization loses their uh, quarterback, uh, franchise quarterback, and they don't get it right the next time, they don't get it right on the second time either. It takes a long time. So if we're wrong with Mac Jones, we're in a cycle. I don't know if it's going to last 20 years like Buffalo, like Miami, like the Jets, if they, they haven't even found that guy yet. They're still on 20-plus years. 
So we're not, I don't think we're going to hit it with the second one. And I just want to remind you, I've told you at least a couple of times, the quarterback, Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, will take snaps for this New England Patriots team at some point in the future oh, as a starter because that's the zone we're in. It might not be a direct line from Tennessee, but he will be taking snaps for us because that's where we are. We're on the quarterback carousel. So here's what I would say. Welcome the, the, to the, it. The, the, Steve, the two NFL fran- call, Steve. See, the two NFL franchises that give me hope that the Patriots don't necessarily have to get caught in that 20-year funk of trying to find a successor to Tom Brady would be the San Francisco 49ers and Philadelphia Eagles who are meeting this weekend, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and you know, they're both prime examples of surround quarterbacks with great talent, and you can be pretty good, right? I mean, does anybody think Brock Purdy or did anybody think Brock Purdy was going to be a stud coming out when he was the last pick in the draft? No, but you surrounded him with great talent. Uh, they won with Jimmy freaking Garoppolo, who couldn't stay healthy because they had good talent around him. Philadelphia, you look at the guys they've had. They moved on. Yes. And, 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 and so that's where it, I was going to go. It can be done is what I'm saying yeah. a lot quicker than 20 years. I, Steve's point is, is correct in that more franchises get caught in that funk where they just can't find that next guy and it takes and, them forever to do so. And, Scott, I, look at the Niners. They, they missed on Trey Lance. So for Purdy to have worked out, that's like the ultimate – Fellas, this is why I've said all along after Brady that the Patriots need to take shots and take multiple shots, not just go with one guy in the draft and see how he does for a few years, and then if he doesn't do well, take another guy and see how he does for a few years. Take shots. Take a guy in the draft every year. Bring in a veteran. See if you can catch fire because, as you just mentioned, Trey Lance, Joe, didn't work out in San Francisco, but they get lucky with Brock Purdy because they took a shot in the seventh round. Carson Wentz in Philadelphia was supposed to be the guy, had a great rookie year. Nick Foles end up, ends up winning the Super Bowl for them. Carson Wentz becomes a disaster, and they have all the money. They have to unload all the money. They figured all of that out, yep. and look where they are now. And the, and the wide receiver position for the Eagles, too. They missed on a couple. Rhaegar was one of them, a few, a few others. Take and they kept shot. drafting, and then they traded yes. for A.J. Brown. So my point right. is, and this goes back to what I said earlier, I want Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't care where the Patriots yeah. are picking. One, two, three, four, five. That's the guy that I target. I want the Patriots, whether Belichick or somebody else is in charge, to get a true number one wide receiver to really shore up the offensive line, to bring a, a veteran back up, and then spend a early to middle round pick on a quarterback. And like you said, do it every year if you have to until Take somebody shots. works out. Take you shots. Know, because, again, if you surround a quarterback with talent, you don't think Billy O'Brien, if he had top-notch weapons, if Billy O'Brien had Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, or if he had Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, or if he had, you know, Stephon Diggs, whatever, Dalton Kincaid, you don't mean to tell me if he didn't have that top-level talent that he couldn't make his quarterbacks look better than they are? Of course he could. He well, proved it with prime DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And when I say take shots, too, at the quarterback position, I don't just mean the draft. I mean with veterans, too, because – Steve just brought up the name Ryan Tannehill. Was a bust as a pick for the Dolphins. Not a bust. I wouldn't say a bust. I'd call him a bust because he didn't become a franchise quarterback. But then he goes to Tennessee. And look at what happened. He became the franchise quarterback there. He did. And now he's it worked out. The and that was after off. Mariota didn't work out when they drafted him high. But, it, but at least they looked at it. They, right. he, he had sort of a second wind as a quarterback in the league. And had some success in Tennessee. So... Take shots there with the veterans, too. Like, a name I'll bring up and I'll throw out there to you guys, and I wonder what you think. 
to me, I think it's worth maybe taking a shot if this organization is going to move on from him and draft a quarterback high in the draft. What about taking a shot at Kyler Murray? What about Kyler Murray? It's tricky. I know. There's some. There's he, some he makes, things. He makes it interesting. He does. But I've always my criticism of him is number one, he's too small, so he's he's going to get hurt. And number two, if you've looked at him when he's been healthy in Arizona, fades down the stretch. And I don't know if that's the wear and tear of a regular season on such a small guy like that at the quarterback position. But those are my two criticisms. Of him. And that's a tough contract too. It's it's. I'm not crazy about it either, guys. But one, if, Joe, if you're worried about the contract, look at all the cap space the Patriots have. And if they're serious about spending this offseason, that's probably a way to go is a lot some of that money. And maybe maybe Arizona, maybe you give them a, a lower draft pick so that you can take on some of that deal. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe Arizona eats some of that money. Like, there's ways to figure it out, as we were just talking about with Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Like, there's ways to figure it out. Is that a veteran guy that you? it's worth a shot on because of his athleticism, because of his talent? Maybe he comes here. Maybe they bring out the best in him. Like, maybe he just needs a change in scenery. Like, I don't know. I, I throw that name out. I'm not crazy about it either, Scott. Yep. But that's a guy that you look at and say, can he get a second win? Does he come to New England? And do they give him Marvin Harrison Jr. as a top draft pick? Do they get him, you know, a decent offensive line, surround him with a little bit, and then see where you go with it? I, I don't know. It's just intriguing to me. So here's the list of free agent quarterbacks, veterans, this offseason. Kirk Cousins, I like, but I don't want him at anywhere near thirty-five million, which is what he's on the books for. I think yeah. coming off the injury, he's going to yeah. sign like a one-year deal. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, but so Cousins is is really the top guy. Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, who you drafted, yeah. Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, uh, Drew Locke, Baker Mayfield. Interesting. I've never been a huge Baker fan, but he's done okay in Tampa this year. Yeah. I give him credit. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I've been one of his biggest critics because I just feel like he's got that Napoleonic complex and that I'm not a fan of. Yeah. But he's done okay with the Bucks. He's done okay. So, like, I just think they need to bring in a decent veteran quarterback. Uh, and then, like I said, draft a quarterback in the second, third, fourth round, whatever the case may be, and get that stud receiver, shore up that offensive line, and then go from there. You have a lot of places where you need to fill on that offense, and that's that's where the concentration is going but to be. But you're picking at the top of the draft. You yeah. have a chance to really make an impact. You have a chance to get a stud wide receiver in the first round, a st- or a stud offensive tackle if you wanted to. I know that's yeah. not as sexy. Not crazy, I mean, but I think you need that stud you do. wide receiver. You do, and and it's funny you you were talking about earlier with Oregon and Washington, Scott, how those two quarterbacks hadn't really wowed you, and I would agree with that. A guy that has wowed me in the college game when I've watched him, when I've put the TV on, particularly last weekend, Michigan, Ohio State, yep. is Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. He's wowed me. He's It's like you look at him and you go, oh, man, this guy's going to be a really good pro. And not to mention the pedigree with his dad, but, you know, dad's son, you know, it's different. You know, you never know what's going to happen. But when I've watched him, I've said, yeah, you can see it there. Yep. The talent is there. So, yeah, if you had a chance to draft him, I, I would I would jump on it. All right, we've got Dave in Rhode Island wants to talk about the Kyler Murray slash quarterback situation for the Patriots. Good morning, Dave. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning, gentlemen. I appreciate you taking the call. He is not someone I would ever entertain of coming to the Patriots. I thought he was overrated to begin with. He's a scrambler. He can move. He's too short. He cannot see over the line. That's an issue. We, we've seen that over the years, you know, 
going from a 6'2 quarterback to a 6'4, 6'5 quarterback, it is a huge, huge difference how you see the field. Sure. You know, it's a. I, I played sports myself. I'm 6'1. And even at 6'1, sometimes I felt I wasn't tall enough. You know, my son, one of my sons plays basketball. He's 6'3, six, 6'4, six, and he feels he's not tall enough playing the sport, even uh, other sports when he played sometimes. So, and as far as getting hurt, uh, you know, that, yeah, that's a huge concern as well because it seems like he hasn't really been able to stay healthy. And uh, it, we're in a tough predicament as New England fans is who are, uh, you know, who are we going to bring in here as a quarterback? It's, uh, you don't have a lot of choices. So what do you do? The, the guy that was supposed to be okay has been broken. And, and I, some of it's on him, but I think a lot of it, it's been on a coaching staff that he's broken the way it is and they haven't been able to fix, uh, to fix him. And, and I believe he's going to go elsewhere, and somebody's going to find out what's wrong with him. They're going to fix it. And we're going to be, as fans, we're going to be like, why couldn't you wing and figure that out? Because right now it seems they don't know how to fix the problem. Yeah, and, maybe. And I don't know if it's it, – I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, David. Yeah, and thank you for the call. I, I, uh, I You never know. Um, that's why I think setting a guy up for success, we've talked about with Mac before, is important surrounding him with the right, you know, pieces, whether it's the offensive line or guys to throw to all of those things. That's why we've talked about with a team like San Francisco. We say, what if you inserted Mac Jones in as the quarterback instead of, you know, Brock Purdy, how much success would he have? Well, if he's throwing to Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and all of these guys, he's probably going to have more success. So does he go somewhere else? They they sort of fix him up. They surround him with the right talent. We'll see. But I, I think even if that happens, I think we're going to look at the situation here in New England and say, well, we didn't surround him with the right talent, with the right pieces, with the right structure. So it wouldn't be a total shock if that were to happen. He would uh, have some success somewhere else. Um, like, like I said, with Kyler Murray, I throw the name out. It's I get it, David. Like, I get the concerns there. I think they're the same concerns that Arizona's had the whole time. I think they were concerns in the draft. I'm just saying, if you're going to take a shot at a veteran, is it worth looking at a guy like that? You know, Joe makes a good point about the contract, and that could be an issue. But for the right deal, can you get Arizona to eat some of that money? Like, it's – I know it's tricky, but I, I throw it out there because yeah. it's, a, it's a talented veteran that's going to be basically getting his second chance in the league. Yeah, I'm not, like I said, I'm just, I've had the same reservations about the guy that Dave has, you know, too small, uh, you know, too easily injured. I don't know. I just, I would stay away from him. And, you know, the money obviously is a huge factor, but yeah. you point out if you get Arizona to eat some of that, fine. You know, again, I look at this year's quarterback class and I see some guys with talent, but like, I know everybody's anointed Drake May as the second best behind Caleb Williams. I haven't watched enough North Carolina football to say this guy's going to be a good NFL he's quarterback. Good, he's got a good arm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I know he's, he's 6'4". I mean, good size. Uh, I, I've seen some mock drafts that have him taken number one. Yeah. You know, uh, The consensus most people have, believe it or not, uh, Marvin Harrison going number two. Oof. So, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. And, you know, the other guy that, that gets brought up in the draft is, is Daniels from LSU. And if you are the Patriots – and you're at the top of the draft, you take Marvin Harrison Jr. with your first-round pick. You're not getting Daniels. Do you? But could you get him late first round? Maybe you no. trade back up? No, I think he's going to go early to mid-first round. Maybe. I okay. think he goes anywhere from 7 to 15. 
Interesting. I think his stock has been rising yeah. significantly. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. And then, uh, so then do you do you trade up into that area? And maybe you That's going to be hard to do. If you use the second pick or third pick in the draft, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to give up some serious ammo. Maybe. Like, you're going to have to give up future first. You're probably going to have to give up your second round pick, which is going to prevent you from getting another good player for next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a balance. But it, did you believe him enough? Like, are you taking a shot there? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, this off season is going to be intriguing. It's funny we're talking about the uh, this off season, and it's they still have what six games to go. Yeah. In this season, Whew. that's where we're at with the Patriots. All right, let's say hello to JP in North Providence. JP, you're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. CNC, good morning. I'll go real quick. I know you're up against it. To quote the best caller ever in sports shows, Ty Law is not walking through that door. Steve, you're right. Get a left tackle. Tom Brady, if there's one thing he always had was a left tackle stud. I'm not sick of Mac. I'm sick of our left tackle, Trent. Go away. Big mouth. Lack of effort. Get me a stud tackle. Go get Cousins on a one-year deal to turn his career around. And I think there's sympathy out there for Mac. I feel bad for the guy now. Maybe he's a career backup. Maybe you get a third-round or fourth-round pick for him, but I need a left tackle or we're going to get a, who's ever in there killed. And maybe you sign Jacoby. He's been here before. He wasn't a bad backup. Try to get a quarterback second or third round, but go get Cousins and a tackle or else what are we doing? Mar and I know Kraft wants Marvin. I'll bet 100% that that's who we take, but I don't want it. Really? You don't want So I was just going to say you and I are together because I want Marvin Harrison, I want a left tackle, and I want Kirk Cousins, but uh, you don't want Marvin oh, Harrison. Yeah. Either. And I want to play New Newport National this weekend, but I'm working, Scott. Yes. So we got to pick what's most important. Tom Brady will say left tackle. He had Floatsum and Jetsum. You don't have a left tackle over there. That's why he's got happy feet. I guarantee it. He does not trust his line, and he'll never say it. Yeah. Andrews is the only one I trust. Get rid of him and stop fresh. JP, I, right, JP. It's, it's a fair point. You know, it starts in the trenches. Look at the best team in the league right now, Philadelphia. They're really good in the trenches on both yeah. sides of the ball. And that, that it's a it's a good point. San Francisco is too. Yeah. Look at their left true. tackle. They had Williams for how long? Totally true. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, I, and when he was out is when the Niners struggled. Yep. And, and I think if the Patriots, say they end up with, like, say the fourth or fifth pick, and they don't get Harrison. Like, if if it's in that area, I think it's probably easier for them to say, "Yeah, let's go, let's go left tackle here." Let's, yep. you know, I think the intrigue lies in if you're in a top three spot, and either one of those quarterbacks is available or Marvin Harrison is available. You're like, okay, that's the dilemma. So it's interesting to see how this the rest of the season plays out going into that. You know, I'm, I'm, we're up against the clock for our yeah. last break, but I I, di I did want to get to this this morning. Maybe we can talk more about it next week. I, I, I've been kind of banging this drum the past few weeks. I'm sorry, but Bob Kraft should get more blame than he's getting uh, because as the owner of the franchise, you are ultimately the final decision maker, right? Yeah. It's, it, I mean, your word is the one that matters, right? Mm -hmm. It's your franchise. You can do what you want. So, we don't know. I mean, did he call the power play to trade Jimmy G and keep Brady? Who knows? But you know what he could have done, which he didn't do? We blame Belichick for wanting to move on from Brady. Bob Kraft, the owner, could have stepped in and said, no, 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 no. I'm paying him. We're paying him. He's Scott, I'm so with you retires. on that. So, I mean, you know, Bob Kraft skates. Bill Belichick has been Bob Kraft's shield from all the bullets, okay? You let Bill Belichick go this offseason. Guess what, Bob? 
it's now going on you. Oh, Especially yeah. if Belichick goes somewhere else yeah. and succeeds. Yeah. But not enough blame gets thrown on Bob Kraft's plate. I'm sorry here. And I still don't know what, you know, rumors to believe regarding Tom Brady's departure from this franchise because we've heard them all. You know, he and Belichick, the relationship had become strained. We heard that Kraft didn't want to pay him that final contract, three years, $25 million per. Yeah. He wanted to go year to year. Whatever it is, I'm sorry, Bob Kraft, you're the owner of the franchise. You could have stepped in and said, nope, we are keeping Tom Brady until his career ends. And you didn't. Yeah. That's on you. Oh, yeah. So we talk about the sorry state of this franchise, and Bill, like I said, takes most of the bullets. Bob Kraft deserves a lot more of the blame than he's getting. I think he's getting more and more as time has gone on. Not enough. I Not think, enough. I Listen to talk radio on. in Boston. It's all Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. Oh, yeah. But I think that's because you're looking at what's going on in the field, and things are crumbling on the field, and that's we're in the middle of the season, and – the blame is going toward Belichick, and rightfully so, for some of the things that are happening on the field. Yeah, all the things we used to believe about Bill Belichick seem to be crumbling at the seams. They went to the they went to play the Giants out of a bye week. Remember what we used to say about Bill Belichick after a bye? Oh. Look out for Bill Belichick after a bye week. Put it in the wind column, baby. Not anymore. Seven freaking points, splitting quarterback horrendous reps. That's why Belichick's getting the focus right now. When we get to the offseason, Scott, I think you're going to get a it's going to be a lot about Kraft because he's probably going to move on from Belichick. He's going to have to make that tough tough decision however they make it. We're going to talk Don't you worry. We will talk about Kraft. It's going to happen. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Joe will give us his producer's question of the week and we'll wrap things up. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. I'm Bobber founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com and Appliance in eight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.